Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Queen Made of Light, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. So this podcast episode is so, so important to me because it is something that I struggle with so deeply, something I have always struggled with, um, like a lot of these episodes are. But this one specifically is a daily, daily battle for me, and I am always looking for ways to um, mitigate this problem for myself and ways to push through and ways to grow more resilient towards this. And this is about your need for validation, I struggle with this a lot because I'm an actor Um, and I like to say, you know, I'm like Tinkerbell, like I need applause or, you know, I need affirmations to know that I'm doing a good job, to know that I, um, you know, have a career in acting, that I should be pursuing this. You know, I go into auditions pretty often and, you know, I, I wait to hear back to get that approval that's like, great, we loved you, come back for the next round or great, you know, and it's so hard to not identify my worth through that because I am always putting myself in positions where I'm waiting for somebody to approve of me. So, you know, I have to do a lot of daily things in my life to approve of myself. Um, so I thought this topic was just like, you know, how can I not? Like, this wouldn't be Queen Made of Light, the podcast, if I didn't speak about this in such a personal way. Um, so this episode gets a little ranty. It just gets a little ranty because, like I've said before, a lot of the show is really just my personal diary in hopes that I can share how I'm feeling and what I've learned and how I'm growing. Because these are daily battles. These are daily struggles that we're all going to have to deal with, you know, especially if you're an artist and a creative person who is always at the mercy of waiting for your art to be approved by someone while simultaneously just trying to create the art that you love. It really is a complex thing, especially with in the age of social media, you know, so I thought this episode was going to be really, really important. I just wanted to preface it with, you know, this is just all coming from my heart. This is all my opinion. This is all my heart. This is everything that I go through. And If you feel seen in this episode, if you feel heard in this episode, please share it. Please let me know. I would love to hear from you. It makes me so happy when I get a text or a DM from someone that's like, hey, that last episode, it really, really touched me. And you guys, that's why I do it. I do it for the people who need it. And of course, at the heart of it, I do it for myself because this is such an outlet for me and it's my way of giving back and it's my way of doing something for my community, you know? So without further ado... Let's get into it. If you've ever spent a moment of your life thinking you're not good enough, which I can't imagine is no one ever, (laughs) then this episode is for you. Sometimes, even in your highest moments, after you've accomplished the thing that you dreamed that you would accomplish, you still feel like you aren't good enough. And you don't know how to shake this feeling. You could be minding your business and then you scroll through Instagram and see someone seemingly live the life you imagined for yourself. When this happens to me, the first thing out of my mouth is always, what's it like to live my dream? Which in a lot of ways is a super harmful response and we'll get into why that is later. But it is so exhausting to seek validation from others, to literally Put your value and power in someone else's hands. A compliment is nice, 
Sometimes it has the potential to turn your day around. But that one compliment doesn't have the longevity to sustain the way you feel about yourself. So how can we fix this? How can we learn to become our own forms of validation? Well, let's start from the beginning. Where did this come from? When we're born, we come into the world as little baby canvases. We have no concept of what it means to not be able to do something. We don't even understand gravity. As children, we are open and optimistic about everything because we don't have any ideas in our head that there are limits. We're not born with limiting self-beliefs. We learn them. So really get quiet with yourself and meditate on this. Where did this come from? This is such an interesting question because after I did a lot of reflection, I realized that I didn't get my limiting self-beliefs from my parents, which a lot of people usually realize it's that, right? And for me, my parents have always been super supportive of me as an actor, as a singer. From the moment I learned to sing, my parents were very adamant that I do something with it. My Father was a professional baseball player, so it was normal for someone to have a, you know, risky and unconventional dream and follow it. So my limiting beliefs about my talent didn't really happen in the household. They happened outside of the household in the real world, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. As a black girl who was a, and is still very much so, a hopeless romantic from the young age of 10 years old, I consumed a lot of books and a lot of movies, and I have a lot of regrets about how most of the literature I read had white female leads. You know, they were always described with pale skin and mousy brown hair and had an effortless charm to them. These were the girls that were sought out and chased after by men in the epic sweeping airport scenes. It wasn't always my personal books that featured white female leads. It was also my books in school. In high school, I had a white English teacher who had us read books like Handmaid's Tale, Cat's Cradle, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which, by the way, I really, really enjoyed, especially The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I thought that book was so funny and and I loved it. But right next door, the other students who I felt were luckier got to be with the black English teacher who had them read things like The Color Purple and I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, which right now at age 27, I'm reading for the very first time. I could have read those books on my own time, but I didn't. I stuck to Twilight and The Fault in Our Stars, books I really loved and had no version of me inside of them at all. In my teenage years, I developed a horrible quality of comparison and it was almost addictive from my curly hair to my protruding chest to my dark skin. One of these things was not like the other. And when I decided to be an actor, my first thought was, why are there never black leads in indie films? And why did she never have any boobs? I created this idea in my mind that if I wanted my dreams to come true, I needed to be palpable, which in turn forced me to mute all the things about myself that came naturally. And when you're, when you're an actor, it's impossible to run from validation. How do I know if my audition was good if I didn't get the part? Back in college, we had a critic. <laughs> this is funny and a little bit embarrassing, but we had a critic 
who would review the school shows. And this sounds cheesy, but it was my dream for him to review me. I could not wait to finally play a lead in the school play and have this man shower me in compliments. And when the moment finally arose, all he said was something along the lines of, Harris was great in this role. And it actually broke me. I put so much hope into this review as if I expected it to change my career or something in college. Or worst, as if I expected it to make me feel like I was good enough to pursue a career in musical theater. This was incredibly damaging to me, and I ruminated on it way longer than I should have. I let it have power over me. So that's a little tangent on my journey to validation, but back to my main point. Where we get it from is important. Maybe you got it from a parent or an ex screwed up your definition of love and as a result makes you question yourself and your worthiness in this day of social media we consume 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 to the point where these images become a part of who we are these other opinions become our opinions and it's hard to find our true authentic selves underneath it all our world values external validation above all else We see it in the way people get rewarded for having lots of followers and lots of likes on their photo. But you have to realize that you came into this world in absolute, complete, and uninterrupted confidence in yourself. So it is more than possible to have that again. So how can we do this? How can we begin to have an undoubted, unwavering amount of love for ourselves? How can we be our own true source of validation? You're going to think this is silly, but you have all the power. Plus, no one is thinking about you as much as you think they are. There are absolutely no rules in life. No matter what TikTok says is trending, no matter who is the most popular person at your job, there are no rules. You can be anybody you want to be. You can do anything that is humanly possible to do. It all starts with what you believe. And if you choose to believe these negative self-beliefs, they will start to show up in your life. They will become true. You will unconsciously attract more of this because this is what you're saying is your truth. According to the law of attraction, we attract into our lives the things that we focus on and match our vibration. This means that if we constantly dwell on the negative emotions We attract negative experiences and people in our lives. You have the ability to take control of your thoughts and emotions and create a life that aligns with your desires and your dreams. You need to start by taking control of your perception of yourself. Know that you are the author of your own story. That person you follow on Instagram who simultaneously inspires you and makes you feel bad about yourself is not the author of your story. Stop giving them writing credit. This is a journey of work you do daily to build your resilience, to build your love for yourself so strongly that the hint of another's opinion literally ricochets off your back and you can float through life knowing the only person's opinion that matters is yours. You are that bitch or whatever you need to say to get you there. I have a guided journal I work on daily that asks me to put down an affirmation every day. I highly recommend this because it encourages me 
It encourages me to be in spirit with myself. To be in spirit is to know that literally we have everything we need. In order to recognize that, we have to get quiet with ourselves to find that inner strength and that inner peace. Affirmations and meditation are important for easing out the noise and the chatter, all the things that are not the truth about you. These limitations we have literally created for ourselves or put upon ourselves by the limiting beliefs of the world. Spend time getting quiet with yourself so that you strengthen that voice inside and make hers the loudest one you hear. Another thing, cheesy, but practicing gratitude is probably the most important thing you can do when fighting off feelings of validation. Because the very act of needing validation is to say that you are in need of something to make you whole. So when you practice gratitude, you are in the present moment of how full your life actually is. How everything you need is right here at your fingertips. The key to validation is to recognize you carry the power of all the love you are looking for. You are love. There is no secret ingredient that someone else has on this earth that you need that will make you love yourself more. You are the secret ingredient. Sure, compliments are wonderful and can make your day, but their absence shouldn't have the power to break you. In order to fight our need for validation, we need to grow resilient towards the should and the shouldn'ts of the world and get quiet so that our inner voice is the loudest one we hear. Earlier, I said that it was a harmful response for me to say that someone was living my dream. And the reason I say that is because that fact is simply impossible. No one is living the dream that was meant to be yours. It's impossible. Whenever I don't get a role I really want, I've started to say, that was someone else's blessing. You have no idea what that person has been through for that incredible opportunity to show up in their life at this time. You don't know, and you never will, because you are not them, and they are not you. And what is meant to be yours will never go to someone else. You can't change people, and you can't make someone love you the way you want to be loved. Or cast a spell on someone so that they can say the right thing at the right time. But what you can do is change yourself. Make yourself a priority so that you don't have to expect others to. Be your own source of validation by calling yourself beautiful and worthy every day. Stick notes on the mirror to remind yourself never to give up. Whatever you need to do, do it. Fill your life with encouraging, beautiful words daily. Write down what you're grateful for every single day. Know that you make the rules because this is your life and no one else's. Learning to love yourself every day and squash your need for validation is a lifelong journey. It is something that we as artists, as creatives, as plain old emotional humans will always have to deal with. It is always going to be something that tries to stop you from living your best life. And so what we need to do is create the tools and the foundation and the resilience so that we can fight back because we know that what we desire is way better and way more important than the fears that are holding us back. Thank you so much for listening to another episode today. I feel like I was preaching a little bit, um, but I hope you learned something from this. I hope 
this inspired you to take a step today, to take a step that you wouldn't normally take, whether that could be writing down a gratitude list just for today or meditating right before you go to bed or setting an intention for tomorrow about the way that you want to walk through life, the way that you're ready to forgive somebody, whatever it is. Because the thing is, we need to do whatever it is because we don't have long on this life. We don't. We don't know when our lives are going to end. And so we need to make sure we take every moment we can to squash those fears and move forward so that we can seize this life and we can make it work for us. I love you guys. I really liked doing this episode and I hoped you liked listening to it. So if you feel so inclined, please rate, follow, and share. And I'll talk to you next time. See ya.